Welcome to our study of the book of Revelation. It's a series that's going to help us beware and be aware of the times and the events, uh, the spirit of the times, uh, but also to be ready uh, for the last day, the day of judgment and the reappearance of Jesus. But again, uh, to read this book, and we, we are promised that if we read it with uh, the hope that is in the Lord Jesus, we will be blessed. And uh, it's going to encourage us not to be afraid. So you're going to encounter some big questions about this book. Uh, for example, where are we in the history right, of this book? Uh, specifically, how close are we to Revelation chapter 4? Are we in the events of Revelation chapter 4, verse 20? When do these events happen? When did they happen? When will the end happen? And again, uh, what is the hope that we have? So there's this question about timeline and history and calendar. So where are we? You, these are events of Revelation chapter 4 through 20. Where are we in all of that? Is it happening right now? Is it yet to come? Has it happened? And we've talking about that period of the church age is the complete time. The thousand-year reign is the complete time, the period, the full working of God, where he is working, the Lord Jesus is working with his church to proclaim the gospel, and that we are in the end time. Since the ascension of Jesus, we are in this tribulation. We are working uh, with the Lord Jesus in times of persecution, that he is for us, that he is with us, that he is working in and through us. And so, um, we are just waiting for that day, that, that day of the reappearance of Jesus. And we're just one day closer today than we were yesterday. So that speaks of this idea of time. Where are we? But there's also this idea of where are we in terms of space, space and, and time, location, setting. These are things that we need to kind of be aware of as we read the book. Where are we with John in the vision? Are we in the throne room of heaven? Or are we looking at events on the earth? Are we in the new heaven and the new earth? Looking at that. So this is this idea of where are we in terms of time and space. So I'm going to suggest that throughout the book, um, you know, these three little phrases, eyes up, eyes down, eyes, eyes around. That's going to help us understand uh, where we are in uh, these visions. We're going to find the, the text is going to give us little verbal hints or little verbal cl clues of where our eyes are. Eyes up, eyes down, eyes, eyes around. Revelation chapter 1, verse 4. John, to the seven assemblies that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from God who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth. And then it says, verse 9, I, John, your brother, and partner with you in the oppression, the kingdom, and perseverance in Christ Jesus, was on the isle that is called Patmos, because of God's word and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven assemblies. So where are our eyes? We're, we're looking around. We're seeing John on the Isle of Patmos, and he has this vision. 
And he is going to be, it says, in the spirit on the Lord's day. All right now, Revelation chapter 4. After these things, I looked and saw a door opened in heaven. So there's a little verbal hint, the little verbal clue that our eyes are going to be up, eyes up. A door opened in heaven. And the first voice that I heard, like a trumpet speaking with me, was one saying, Come up here, and I will show you the things which must happen after this. So now, you know, where are we? Well, we're going to be in this throne room of the heavenlies. So Revelations chapter 4 and 5, you're going to be in the throne room. You're going to see 24 elders around the throne, four living creatures. There's going to be singing. There's going to be a scroll, and there's going to be uh, the vision of the Lamb. So that's how we um, look at, in terms of location, where where are we? Revelation chapter 6, these seals are opened. There's four horsemen riding throughout the earth. The souls of the martyrs are crying out. There's a great earthquake. Sun turned black. The stars fall. Sky sky rolls up like a scroll. So our eyes are, are again pointed somewhere, right? We're in the throne room with John, and now our eyes are down towards the earth. This is what will be happening uh, in and around uh, the earth, right, that we that we live in. So look around, uh, look up, uh, look down. Revelation chapter 6, verse 16, it says about the kings of the earth, they're saying, fall on us, hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Now, another verbal clue is Revelation chapter 7, after this, I saw something. John says, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. So again, where where is our orientation? Well, on the earth, the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth so that no wind would blow on the earth or on the sea or any other or any any tree. And then it speaks about these 144,000 that are that are sealed. After these things, verse nine, it says, I looked verbal clue, right? A hint. And behold, a great multitude, which no man could count out of every nation and all tribes, peoples, and languages, where? Standing before the throne and before the Lamb, dressed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. And so it's as if your eyes are up, eyes are down, eyes are looking around, you're a little fearful, eyes back up to the throne room, Eyes down, eyes around. This is the pattern of of the visions. Revelation chapter 8 through chapter 9. You have then the vision of the seven trumpets. And there's hail and fire mixed with blood. Mountains are falling into the sea and the great star falling from the sky. A third of the sun and the moon and the stars are struck. Uh, These locusts come, horses and riders, 200 million mounted troops. Right? So again... Um, Now we're looking down and around on the events of the earth. Revelation chapter 10 have the the vision of the angel and the little scroll and the the two witnesses, uh, the beast from the abyss. And then Revelation chapter 12, you become fearful again and your eyes are directed towards the heavenly and the little verbal clue, Revelation chapter 1, is a great sign was seen where? In heaven. And this this vision of a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet 
and on her head a crown of twelve stars. And she was with child, and she cried out in pain, laboring to give birth. And then another sign was seen, where? Well, in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his head were seven crowns. And then you have uh, this account of the woman, the dragon, and the war in the war in heaven. And we get um, the great comfort that Satan is defeated. He is thrown down from the heavenlies, cannot accuse uh, the church, those who have faith in Christ Jesus, and he uh, is thrown out of heaven. But, well, where is he hurled to? Hurled to the earth. So again, eyes up, eyes down, eyes around. Now the vision, Revelation chapter 12, verse 13, is the dragon goes to make war against the offspring of the woman, against the church. Uh, The dragon is hurled to the earth. The beast out of the sea comes, the beast out of the earth. So these two henchmen of the devil come to attack the church. Revelation chapter 14, eyes directed again. I saw and behold the lamb standing on Mount Zion and with him a number 144,000 having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the sound of many waters, like the sound of a great thunder. So again, where are we? Looking at the at the throne room. Then you have Revelation chapter 14, verse 15, or chapter 14 and 15. The lamb, the 144,000, the three angels, the harvest of the earth, seven angels with seven plagues. Yea, you have the seven bowls of God's wrath in chapter 16 through 19, the woman and the beast, the fall of Babylon, the armies gather to make war. So again, where is your, your eyes directed? Well, looking around, looking down on the events of, uh, of the earth. Revelation chapter 19, after these things, I heard something like a loud voice of a great multitude where? That's the little verbal clue, the hint, in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation, power, and glory belong to our God, for his judgments are true and righteous. So again, eyes directed back up up into heaven. Um, The Hallelujah chorus of the angels, the rider on the white horse, who is called faithful and true. Revelation chapter 20, you have the thousand years, you have Satan's doom, uh, the dead are judged, And then your eyes are directed to the new heaven and the new earth, the promise uh, contained in Revelation chapter 21, verse 22. This bride, the church, prepared for her groom. No more is the promise. No more sorrow, suffering, or pain. I am making everything new uh, is the promise of the Lord Jesus. So, I think that's a helpful way to read the book and all the visions, trying to figure out what you're seeing. So eyes up, up to the throne room, eyes down to the earth, eyes looking around what's happening you know, on the earth with these different visions. Get a little fearful. The Lord Jesus knows kind of exactly the moment to direct your eyes back up to the throne room and you'll see the lamb and you'll see the throne room and you'll see the angels and you'll see the defeat of the the evil one then eyes down then eyes eyes around that's the that's the pattern of the visions so visions above visions below now we live by faith 
the scripture says, and not by sight. So when we say eyes up, eyes down, eyes around, we're looking with the eyes of faith uh, to all the promises, the warnings, uh, the assurance uh, that the one who is sitting on the throne, the Lord Jesus, rules and reigns and is ordering all things for our good and the greater purpose of the kingdom. So Hebrews chapter 2 gives us a little summary of this. In putting everything under him, speaking of Jesus, says, God left nothing that is not subject to him. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower uh, than the grace of God, that he might taste death for everyone. Made a little lower than the angels, right? That he might taste death for everyone. So we look around, we look up, we look down, and we're promised that everything has been placed under Jesus, that nothing is out of his control. And yet with our eyes, our physical eyes, we don't seem to see it that way, especially in times of persecution, like the church is growing, going through, and the church has gone through. It doesn't seem like, doesn't look like, all things have put under the feet of Jesus. But we see with the eyes of faith. But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels. A little lower than the angels. And that by God's grace, he tastes death for everyone and defeats death. And now rules and reigns uh, on our behalf. So again, eyes up, eyes down, eyes around. And these promises, right? Um... We're blessed. We're not to be afraid. We belong to Jesus. And so we are to beware and be aware, to look around, to be ready, to always look up for that cloud, but always in the midst of it to understand that we belong to Jesus.